0: Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from the Southern Quarantine Cabin in Boca Raton, Florida. We're here every Monday and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's how it all works, people. Oh, it feels good when you tag a friend. Tag a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears in your Instagram stories. Post the J Train podcast. Take a screenshot of whatever you're listening on now. Make it your Instagram stories. Tag me. It feels like you're taking a feather. And you're grazing my nuts with it. You're just going up and down, to and fro, across the seam, a little too close to the be- to the butthole. That's okay. Listen, this is what we like. We love when you share, share, share. Also, I'm on YouTube. Hello, YouTube land. You're watching right now. Um, I love YouTube because we're putting more stuff up there, and I want you to go check it out. I want you to become a YouTuber. So get on there, YouTube, as well as Patreon. I'm doing three extra podcasts a week. For $5 a month, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can get three extra podcasts a week. They're all different. They're all special in their own snowflake way. There's Luxury Lounge, where I complain about luxury issues. Luxury Lounge, let me just pimp it out for a second. It has become quite a community because people are sending in their luxury issues and then i complain with them it's like we're doing a duet so patreon.com slash jared Fried, patreon.com slash jared freed very excited about today's guest uh new to the podcast hilarious comedian he is awesome he's got a instagram show called eat with me that i want you all to check out jason lawhead everybody Darren, what's up, buddy? Good to, Great good to, to be see you, here.
1: you, man. Great to How, see you, man.
0: Where you're coming to us from, sunny Southern California? Am I right?
1: Yeah, San Diego, the whale's Dude, vagina. There
0: yes. it is. I I, yeah. I can see it on your face. You just look <laughs> happier.
1: Like you it, know what's it, funny it, is uh, a lot of people say that when they see me once in a while. They're like, you can just see San Diego and like. A hot young wife on your face, bro. You can just <laughs> see that you got, you know, and I'm like, ah, thanks, man. Yeah, so yeah, you uh, we love over here.
0: I, I got to say, though, I was in La Jolla. I did shows there. And, like, you just can't believe people live that way. Like, I'm in Boca right now. And, like, Florida, Florida's Florida at all times. It's beautiful here. There's palm trees, of course. It's not the same. This is, you know, I'm, I'm going down the street. I see a Publix. I see, you know, I see a, a, a Walmart, a CVS. I see the like a sandbar.
1: They always yeah, have, the, you know, yeah, they always have these, like these dive bars that you're just like, what is that? Yeah. Dive
0: bars with like blacked out windows that they make sure it feels like they like want to make you feel like you're in a hole of a bar. There's just packs of Jews crouched <laughs> around, running around flocks of them. But San Diego, totally different story. Like it is just I felt like every time I turned, I was just like uh, my my breath was taken. I'd be like, oh, look, at, like I just looking at things and like and, and the restaurants are open and breathe how long have you been living there? And, and cause I know you're a Cleveland guy.
1: Yeah. So I lived here. Uh, I've been living here since I got engaged, which was, I moved here basically March, 2018. So I was living in LA for a time, you know, yeah. going through the rat race, just trying to, you know, climb the ladder and, and do my stand up and do whatever I could get, get done. And most of the time you're working the road and, you know, having mm-hmm. to pay those bills like, you know, uh, working out of the city. So, Yeah, I was just lucky, man. I came down here back in like 2014 for a weekend and uh, a beautiful young girl was in the audience. She didn't even come up to me after the show. She just went and did a background check on me. And Yeah. and, uh, yeah, man, like so she reached out. Uh, maybe a week after I was in uh, San Diego back in LA and uh, eventually I got back down here. I, you know, I saw how beautiful she was. So I was like, let me, let me get a date real quick. And, uh, and it was at the La Jolla comedy store actually where we eventually actually met and it all kind of came full circle. Cause she came, it was a different club that she saw me at downtown in the gas mm-hmm. lamp. And then I came back to do the comedy store and, um, we we finally got to meet in person that night, and it just kind of went from there. And then it all came full circle right before we got married. I shot, you know, shot, produced my own, like, little, you know, in- indie first comedy stand-up special at the comedy store. And then she was there that night, and uh, we got married the next month last uh, – that was September 2019. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm kind of the jinx to it all, though, because I was, like, telling the crowds in Las Vegas this weekend, the first week I worked, I'm like – you know, I, I just want to apologize because I feel like every ever since everything started going really well for me, everybody else had to suffer. It's like, why why does my life have to be good? You well, know what I, I mean? Like, well,
0: I wanna I wanna take a step back because how old are you, Jason? Because I I, I I'm forty eight. You're forty eight. You never married before this?
1: No, never married before this, and just was you know I started stand up late. I didn't start stand up until I was almost thirty two. I was just. uh you know, um, so yeah. I mean, there was a lot of. I've always been like this. Uh, I'm the youngest of seven kids. Mm. I was a mistake. I was always kind of like the late bloomer, the the, the streaky I... shooter. My dad used to call me. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things where. I, but but I was I was always trying to find my way in in. I think a lot of positive lights through life, and and I took swings at different stuff, and you know, here well, I am.
0: I think it's so interesting because like this podcast, we're going to get a lot of dating questions. We're going to get to the yeah. questions, but like there's someone out there and we have a lot of female listeners. We have a lot of female listeners that are like, there's this guy that was show, you know, like your story is the one that gets written into this show a lot where it's like a guy, he was in town, I should I send the DM should I send the message yeah. what should I count on should he come you know he says he wants to come here on a date how much should I trust that like you, your story is like of of kind of like the the unicorn of the stories where you're like uh you know how did your yeah, your it, it, your wife approach you and what made you because I think a lot of women who listen would yeah. would lo- want to hear what's I think the they're difference gonna like between you well because what's the difference between you showing up to San Diego like I'll go on a date let's see she's hot and like end up marrying her and the guy who's like yeah I'll come down to you and then disappears for the rest of their lives you know what I mean
1: yeah, and it is an interesting story. It's kind of funny, and I think your listeners will like it because I'm, I'm older than her. I'm 15 years older than my my wife, who has a mm-hmm. you know big future. It's not like she's marrying me for the money. I mean, nobody's yeah. ever heard of me. Everybody is tuning in saying, Jason who? Um, yeah. So the thing was is uh, what was cool and what, what was kind of funny is I had met her at the end of the summer of 2014, and I had just mm-hmm. spent basically the spring and summer in New York City that's where we briefly met when i after yeah. I saw you in cleveland i was just i was hanging out there sub sub leasing and i was doing some shows and working off the east coast i was really thinking about moving to new york i had just been tired of la for a while and uh i went back to la after the summer in new york because i was going to do last comic standing and i was like well if it goes good i'll stick around la if it goes bad i'm moving to new york and I go sure. down and I'm, I just work this two nights at the Madhouse Comedy Club. Chris Millhouse, you know Millhouse, right? I know, Chris. It's great. Yeah, so it was one of his shows. He was promoting one of his, like, Chris Milhouse and Friends shows. And and me and uh, actually Sean Donnelly was in town. And we I were- Love Sean. Them.
0: Both of them have been on the show. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love Sean, right? I mean, I love Millhouse. Those guys are great guys. So- We were just doing like a a two-nighter. I think uh, we were just doing like a two-nighter co-headline night. You know, he closed one night, I closed the other night. And uh, she happened to be in the crowd in one of those shows. And like I said, didn't come up, left, blah, 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 cut to a few weeks later. I was just trying to book five-minute spots anywhere I could to work on this last. I had to do one more audition in front of Wanda Sykes. Um, And so... When I got the message, I called the Comedy Store. I said, hey, you know, da-da-da. They said, Fahim's uh, Fahim is uh, headlining. I called him up. I said, you mind if I do five? He says, come on, man. It'll be fun. I hit up her. And the crazy thing was is when I got down there, Jared, I I was as single as they got. You mm. know, I mean, I was as if you ask any of my old friends and ask anybody that was around me, like, hey, man, uh I, I was having a good time and, and I had an easy time not to brag or anything, but I, I was always pretty, pretty like, Hey, you know, I didn't. And the night I met her, the night I met her and the night she carried herself and you know, she just, it just was right. We, she's from Chicago originally. I'm from Cleveland. And even though she's younger, she's got an old soul. She's an entrepreneur already at 27 at the time when I met her and She's, you know, da 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 all these things, and and we, I walked her to her car after we hung out for a couple of hours, and you know, I gave her a little kiss on the cheek, gentlemanly, walked her to her car, and we were gonna. That was on a Friday night. I was doing Saturday shows, and we were gonna maybe hang out on Sunday in in mm-hmm. La Jolla and just hang out because she had the day off. And as she drove away, uh, I I had a few hookups on Tinder. I had a friends with benefits in L.A. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't know if I would ever marry this girl, but I knew she was really special and something something was inside of me that I really liked. And as I saw her taillights drive away without I had a few matches and without anything, I trashed my Tinder app. Deletes it all. Deleted the Tinder app. And then I went to a phone number of a girl in LA that was just kind of a friends with benefits and I just blocked it I I, she I was like I'm not even explaining it to her what you didn't even say to her like hey you know this has been fun but I didn't (laughs) know no because she was never the the kind of girl I would have ever introduced to my parents
0: well I mean would you you, know would she introduce
1: you to her parents maybe okay so maybe so maybe maybe that might have been the worst thing I ever did but that was just that was, she was probably, I wasn't the only one and she wasn't the only one. You understand sure. what and I'm saying? Was, that was the understanding. And that well, was what, sure. what what motivated me to go, you know what, without even any headaches or distractions, I want to see this girl on Sunday and I want to see her after that. And I feel like she wants to see me, meaning my wife at the time. Yeah. And um, there was just something that, that, that it was, but a you knew that, you were that, like, I told
0: I, me, yeah, I, I'm I. This is the way I got to go. It's not it, worth all the other distractions.
1: Yeah. And then on Sunday, reaffirmed it. So then Sunday, she tells me, like, you know, come by. You know, I, I said on Sunday. Um, actually, that wasn't this. So so Sunday we that we met up somewhere public. That's right. So mm-hmm. Sunday we met up somewhere public and we spent the whole day together and I was still going to do a set on Sunday night. We spent the whole day together on Sunday and we had a great day. We actually went and saw. Dumb and Dumber Two, because uh, <laughs> it was out at the time, and we both loved Dumb and Dumber One. We were talking about this it. Is we were like, the
0: "Lengths you're willing to go for this woman? <laughs> you're like, I'll go see." Well, we didn't some... know
1: it was going to be, you know, as you know, It was. It wasn't terrible, but uh, <laughs> I but mean, that it's... was a fun day. And then she invited me over the next day. So then the next day she invited me over, and then mm. I went over to the ho- over to the apartment, like the, the actual residence. And I knocked on the little screen door. She had this great little cottage in Mission Beach, one block off the beach in between the bay. And I knock on the cottage door. She's like, come on in. She's on the floor. I looked down. And it was, a—it was, uh, you know, in the early fall at that time, you know. So um, she was making a gift for her friend, a Christmas gift. And it was a puzzle. It was a huge floor puzzle of the famous Lucille Ball scene of Lucille Ball uh, walking down the stairs in the pink dress like Marilyn Monroe had done like mm-hmm. Lucille Ball had replicated that and I was like wow like is that Lucille Ball and she's like yeah you know I love Lucille Ball and she's like and I'm like thinking this is just a 27 year old hot chick at the time you know with, well, with a became a head on her shoulders right? it
0: became more depthy for you it became yeah! there's a connection there
1: well now I'm going well this cool this girl's got some ta- I love and she goes oh then she points to this she has antique furniture and she's She's got some really cool stuff. And she points to this antique, like, uh, China cabinet type thing. She goes, yeah. oh, yeah, I look in there. I have all kinds of stuff. She's got vintage Lucille Ball lunchboxes, vintage porcelain dolls. And I yeah. just looked I, – I went like this. I was like, I hit the jackpot. Like, well,
0: it, you know, it's interesting what you're saying because it's like someone else could walk into that apartment or that, that cottage and go – who the fuck is Lucille Ball? Like they don't give a <laughs> shit, exactly. You know, and it's like it, it, it's like you know the, that's where we talk a lot about on this show about the match and how sometimes it's just two good people that aren't the, you know, aren't two puzzle pieces to bring it back to the puzzle. There aren't yeah. the two puzzle pieces that fit. This feels like you're fit. And, and, and I, I love it. I, I, I can see it all over your face. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see yeah. Jason Lawhead is glowing. Let's talk about before we get to the emails, yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com eat with me at eat mm-hmm. with me TV on Instagram. Yeah. Explain it to the listeners. Cause I think it's interesting. I've watched these videos. They're great.
1: Oh, hey, thanks. Uh, so basically I've always been a cook. I've always been, I'm from Ohio, like you said, and I've always been a meat and potato. Every recipe in my life starts with two sticks of butter, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the way it goes. So obviously, um, you know, as I've gotten older, I've wanted to kind of just get in tune with my health. And another thing I do instead of besides stand up, and I think we talked about this and you know, this is that, uh, during the winter months when we're not in a pandemic and a lockdown, I, I'm yeah. also a certified high school basketball official in California. Yes. Yes. I'm so. aware of this. And you talk and you, a lot about it on stage. I like. it. Do. I do. This is a lot of my newer stuff coming out of the special. So, um, yeah, it's – and so I grew up on the game. Uh, my dad's a coach back in Ohio for many years. But uh, the, the point was is that – as I was getting older and I really started working this again as a as a side craft because you can make pretty good money if you if you really work a lot of the varsity and youth games and stuff, a, a, at least in a short amount of time in the season, you can you can cash in. So, you know, as I was getting older, I saw this game changers uh documentary talking about plant-based foods and stuff and I said you know what I'm gonna give it a shot just to see how it how it does on this basketball season so that was last year the beginning so November of 2019 right after our honeymoon we ate a bunch of boar and and prosciutto in Italy and then uh, came home and I said all right I'm gonna try to give this plant-based diet a chance my wife was going to as well so um, so yeah, you're doing this together.
0: Months. This is a, this because this could be considered the most southern California story that's ever told. It would yeah. be like, Yeah, <laughs> I left Cleveland, I met this young girl in San Diego, Total. I'm totally plant based. Like, someone could hear this and be like, You hear about Lawhead?
1: What the fuck is wrong with this Dude, guy? He's lost there's his about mind. 10 guys I know that are saying that right now, yeah. That already have been saying that. That's hilarious because it's so true. Um, but I, you know, hey, look, Jared, you know this, like, I mean, sure. depending on where you are in our business, I am my own doctor at this point. You know, I'm my own healthcare, dude. I can't go. And I don't want I, I don't. You could ask my wife, even when I wasn't eating healthy and I might have had too many pounds on me and I would eat a steak and back it up with a cheeseburger, or whatever, like I wouldn't even take ibuprofen. I'm so anti against anything in prescription or anti prescription in my body. I'll put a little of uh, God's green earth in me every now and again to uh, (laughs) to help. You know what I mean? But um, that's it. And so this was that was one of the reasons. And then I but at first I wasn't a I wasn't a plant based cook. We just started this thing and said, let's go plant based. And my wife now, she has a culinary degree, even though she's an entrepreneur in other areas. So, you know, she can cook some stuff, but I had to relearn. I was a good cook. I could, cook, you know, steaks and and smoke a turkey, but I mean, but what
0: I love about what you do, because I've watched these and they're really good and everyone should go check it out at eat with me TV is that it's. It's like dude food. Like you're not just yeah. doing – you're not just doing like – it's not a bunch of – like it looks like it would fill me up. It looks like something I would want to have. Like like I watched the portobello mushrooms making a burger out of that. Like it's, It was like all real stuff that I was yeah. like – it looked like it was a real meal, which I enjoyed. And enjoy. that's what I'm
1: trying to do. Thanks, man. And, and you know, that's, that's really what I'm trying to do is like the whole point of the first episode, if you hear my monologue on the first episode, it's like start slow and learn as we go. I'm learning too, so – Uh, I didn't do the show until months into the pandemic. And and I really started during the pandemic, I really started, you know, getting better. I I, I started going, hey, man, I can't eat lentils and broccoli every day. I got to like, I got to get creative. It's survival. Yeah. And, you know, so I took a lot of those ideas that, you know, I was, you know, one of the mantras to myself during the lockdown was, you know, you know, be better, not bitter out of this, no matter how long this goes. And be ready and stay ready whenever everything opens up. You got to be ready, stay ready, keep writing, keep thinking of muscles to work. And as I, you know, into now into March and and April, we were locked down. And now I was really in the kitchen all the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, not just eating plant-based and going and and getting a few easy things to make. You know, I was sitting here at home going, what could I do? Ooh, how could I MacGyver this? You start getting,
0: you know it, it starts becoming fun. You're like, I like wings. How do I make a wing that's now yeah, plant-based? How do exactly. I how do I make the burger that I used to like? How do I make all these foods and flavors? I love it. I want everyone to go follow Jason at Lawhead's Court. Also at Eat With Me TV. Go, go, go. Watch the videos. They're great. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I want everyone to go check them out. Let's do some emails. JTrainPodcast yeah, at GMA.com. JTrainPodcast at GMA.com. Thanks for the laughs and the great content. So I was seeing this guy for about six months back in 2019. He broke it off in December of that year. We've kept in touch and hooked up a couple of times since that uh, since then, but haven't hung out. It's been strictly booty calls. Cut to now. All of the sudden, he wants to hang out, and we got brunch last weekend and didn't hook up because I had plans after, which he knew about and still wanted to come. I had tried to hook up with him a couple times before this, and he's always shot me. He always shot me down, but said we can hang out that week. At brunch, he was talking about how all of his friends have girlfriends, and he's ready to move out of the city into Jersey. Does this seem like he's finally ready for a commitment, or am I reading too much into it? I said I wanted to be casual, and he said he he we can be casual if that's what I want. But I don't know uh, if he only said that because it's what I stated. He's not really being communicative, but I don't want to jump the gun and talk about it yet. I would I absolutely date him again, but I'm scared to get burned. Any insight would be great. Jason Lawhead, what do you think?
1: Well, I think a lot of times when if, if she's uh, saying that uh, it was a it went from booty call to him wanting to like, let's do this now. Yeah. Type of like, I always kind of feel like from a guy that means like I've got this is my chance. She's out of town. Um, or she's not around. what do you mean? what do you mean there could be a second girl or there was a second girl or there was a in the before that you know what I mean because like,
0: because he went from booty call to well, this guy went from so they went from they were hooking up, they were dating, right. then they broke up. then they turned right. into more of a booty call situation. Then all of a sudden, he's not hooking up and he's inviting her to brunch, talking about moving to the suburbs. So she's sitting here being right. like, how do I – what am I missing here? What am I – should I dive in? Should I let him know? Should I do something? Right. I, what I don't think she take should dive in. This?
1: I don't think she should dive in. I think she should, she should see – if she has real feelings for this guy, she should see if those if those feelings are truly reciprocated because it almost looks like when she's not around and maybe she's not as available for him when he was, that's kind of the point I was trying to make. I, okay. was, just making it, I was making it poorly – if there was maybe no. <laughs> another girl or something as well. But the point is, is it, it almost looks like playing hard to get or get getting it harder to get for him is benefiting her or at least her in his outlook. Um, so yeah, I, I it's can, got him thinking at least in a different f- mind frame is what I'm, is what I'm, I'm taking from it is that that her being farther away is, is putting her in more of the controlled situation.
0: Well, I think you're definitely – like, I totally agree with you that he's thinking differently right now. The problem for her is you don't want to be someone's crutch they use through their mental anguish. Right now, we're – like, you know, what you – your story with your wife is so applicable here because it's like you saw it. You went for it. You kept it going. You were like, no, we're going on dates. I'm deleting Tinder. I'm deleting the, the, the old hookups this guy is going through some shit and he's asking you to be kind of a emotional crutch for him while also not taking any chances and asking you to take all the chances. Yeah, when you sit no. there like, And that's not really fair. Like he's asking you like to me, he's it's, it's like the equivalent of him being like, you know, I would like to try it, but I don't want to buy the meal. I want want them to, like, I want to try some off of your plate. Like, it's like...
1: (laughs) exactly. Right? And it's like, dude,
0: order your own fucking burger if you want to. Well, I don't want to waste the meal. Because, like, he asked her to go on to brunch, and he shot her down to hook up. So it's like he is separating himself, and he's trying to get kind of your emotional support and trying to weigh like, and then he's mentioning everyone's got girlfriends. Maybe I should move to the suburbs. And it's like he wants you to make his hard decisions easier on him. And it's like you, you're you a hard decision too. And it, he's making you come to him. I, I don't think, and listen, I'm not one of those people that's like, you got to play hard to get. I'm not one of those people that's like, don't send the text. Let them text you first. I'm just saying you went out with him he knows how to approach you. And I think there's a moment, I think if I'm her, I say to him, hey, this is all kind of confusing me. You asked me to brunch. You won't hook up. We were hooking up before. We were dating before. I can't be in between with you anymore. If you want to date me, you can date me. But I, I And you can approach me and I'll see if I like your approach. That's how it has to be. Maybe I like your approach, but you have to take some efforts here because right now it feels like you're trying to get me to like spoon feed you life and I can't be that for you.
1: Yeah, I mean that's why you're really good at this and I never no, answer well, any <laughs> emails and I never answer any dating emails. This isn't we're answering <laughs> we're answering these together, Jason. No, I try no, but what you said is absolutely like the more you really kind of, you know, use the path of of where you took that Um, it's true because I feel like the brunch, but then not the hookup. It's almost like maybe he's just almost pandemic lonely a little bit. And he's trying to help you're like, like you said, he wants her to help him as a, some kind of guide through how to do this a, or what should I do or how do it's I, like, you know.
0: And I agree with you because it's like who, there's nobody worse than the guy who's always maybe I'll move to the suburbs. <laughs> well, why don't you fucking call me when you do? I don't care. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to sit here. I don't need right. to sit here in your dreamland all day because people do that. They'll go, yep. maybe I'll do they, they They find their way to be interesting by being like, maybe I will try some stand-up comedy.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: okay. I don't know. Do you want me to cheer for you? We were maybe thinking opening
1: a bar. I love that guy. I always like, you know, we were thinking opening a bar. <laughs> like So yeah, opening. call me when you call me when there's the soft opening and I'll be there. Yeah. It's
0: like, and especially for a lot of the women here that listen to the show, it's like, you know, you don't want to be a part of his dream sequence. You want to right. hear some reality. And it's like, Okay, cool. I, I, you're mentioning girlfriends. You're mentioning moving to the suburbs. I don't know like, why you're here with me talking about that. Don't you have like family and friends that you could talk about? I'm your booty call. You yeah. said no. Like He said no to becoming more with her. So now he's getting her at his convenience, and that just isn't fair. J-Tun yeah, I know. Podcast. She's, she's got
1: to cut that out right there. You're right. By the time we get to that ending of that like situation, he is. He's just got her... Right now, if he's she's not the girlfriend or she's not the booty call, she's the advice column for him. And, yeah. you know, and so and, now he's he's using her in every, every all the things that a relationship needs. that He's not providing, but he wants he wants from her the, the things that a relationship gives, but without giving her the relationship. Yeah, it's so. a
0: one way phone call. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Feel's CBD. Ooh, it is the time of year for Feel's CBD. It's winter time; the sun isn't out, and there's a lot just more stress and anxiety that's in the air. I'm feeling it. You're feeling it. 2020 was hard. 2021 ain't getting much better. And you know what? If you want to take off the edge, I've been using Feel's CBD, and I love it. I've added it to my morning routine. And it's just a little thing that takes the edge off, and I feel it. I was a, I wasn't a believer. I, I honestly was like, ah, come on, just another thing. But I gotta say, it has become a part of my life in a way that I am enjoying, and it has helped me deal with the everyday stresses that have come up especially in the last year or so. If you feel a little anxious or just can't fall asleep, you're not alone, we all feel that way and that's why you should try Feels CBD. Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. If you've never tried CBD before, let me demystify it for you, it will not get you high, it just makes you feel a little bit more relaxed and nothing more, I feel just more zoned in if I'm gonna be honest, there's no high, hangover or addiction. Feels gets to work fast, just put a few drops under your tongue and boom, you'll be feeling the difference within minutes. If you've never tried CBD and are a little nervous, Feels is a great place to start. I wasn't sure about how much to take, but Feels makes the dosage very clear. I recommend starting with the lowest dosage and working your way up until it feels right. And if you're not sure, they'll hold your hand. They have a hotline. This is the best part to me. They have a hotline with real humans. You can call anytime. Once you add CBD to your life, you're going to want to make it a regular part, so sign up with Feels so you get it delivered every month. You'll save money on every order. Feels helps me feel my best and it can help you too. And special for my listeners, if you become a member today by going to feels.com slash jtrain, you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash jtrain to become a member and get 50, 50, 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels.com slash jtrain and feel better. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Upstart. You know that credit card, the one you're afraid to look at to see what the balance is? If you've been avoiding your debt, it's time to confront it. Upstart can help you face it and finally pay it off. I'm going to tell you right now. I love what Upstart's doing because what it is is an opportunity to see if it can help you. Because it might not, you might not be in a position to be helped, but at least if you're dealing with debt, if you have multiple debts, if you have a few credit cards laying out there with a bunch of different debts on it, let's take a look at the rate you're paying. Let's try and combine those rates into one, you know, one payment plan that you do with Upstart and it's really just comparing. It's apply and, and it's applying with Upstart, seeing if they have a better rate for you. If it's not better, you move on. If it's better, look at that. You found a $20 bill in your pocket. That's kind of what this is all about. Finding the money that's already on you to make your life a little bit easier. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debts, we're funding personal expenses. Over a half million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. With a five minute online rate check, you can check see your rate up front for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. If debt is taking over your life, it's time to get a fresh start with Upstart. I'm, I'm going to say that. Let me Let me repeat that. Because I'm reading a little bit of the copy while I'm also putting in my you know, personal stuff here. I'm just saying, Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. That's huge. That's huge. So if you can get a rate that's better than the one you're paying, that is what they call in the business free money. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash JTrain. That's upstart.com slash JTrain. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know I sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash JTrain. Podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com I'm here with Jason Lawhead. I at came Lawhead's back strong court. on that. I came back strong on that. (laughs) You were perfect. This is a cavo. This is a ping pong match. At Eat With Me TV, go check it out. A hard pill to swallow. Okay. Jared, the J-Train has become a staple of my daily routine. I'm so thankful you're hilarious, honest, and empowering insight for our modern-day dating struggles. Well, thank you. This isn't necessarily a question, but a lesson I've had to start to come to terms with, which is that I won't be everyone's cup of tea or the right fit in a relationship. Well, I, I I I let me start with this already starts very personalized where it's like I I'm not I'm not everyone's cup of tea or the right fit for in a relationship. That's everyone. Yeah. Everyone like I I like you're being you're already being too hard on yourself in this email. I haven't gotten to the end but like when you say I'm not for everybody, let's just realize we're all kind of average and normal. Like all of us, most of us are very close to one another as far as like you know, our, our emotional state, where we are in life. Everyone's about ten percent away from each other mostly. So when you say I'm not everyone's cup of tea, we're all not somebody's cup of tea. Like someone someone turned on this podcast, someone was a Jason Lawhead follower, <laughs> and they were like, they heard my voice with hello and welcome. They were like, fuck no. So I, right? Have I, you ever done? You know, Jason, uh, you ever done a show where you get on stage and like you say like three words, and then you just see someone pop up and leave, that's and
1: you're the like, I, <laughs> you can just <laughs> yeah. see. I, I love when you're like, hey, what's going? On? And there, you can just see their arms fold like this. They just, <laughs> yeah, just no, you're like, yeah, not gonna happen me.
0: for me. And it's yep. like, okay, so understand, we all are that. They write, I was talking to a guy for almost two months and it had been going well. All his actions indicated that he wanted to continue spending time with me and such. He would initiate most of the text calls plans. Then over the weekend, he left me on delivered for hours, which wasn't like him. So me being me, me being me and not like being ignored. I called him. I told him I wanted to check in to see where his head's at, and he said that he, wasn't, he felt I was expecting a relationship and more dates, and he listed all the things he was going on right now. Work, Marine stuff, just started classes. So we decided it would be best to end it while it was still only a couple months in. Then he said he originally wanted a relationship and ju- not just sex. I connected the dots after this call and realized that what he actually meant was I want a relationship, just not with you. Mm. Even though in the back of my head I knew this wasn't the best match long term, I still wanted to see if it had potential, and after investing some time and energy, it felt like rejection, and I'm learning that I shouldn't take it personal, but it's easier said than done. I thought I'd share this anecdote in case other listeners are in the same boat as me or have experiences like this. I know this ending was for the best, but it will never be easy learning that you are not someone's perfect chair or foot, even when you know the person is not your perf- perfect match either. So sorry for the long email. Thank you for all you do. Still searching. So what do you know? What do you think in response to this? Like I, I, do, I take a little exception where it's like sh- the person writes in their email, um, even though in the back of my head I knew this wasn't the best long term match. Like. At that point, like you knew,
1: right? Right, and that's my whole the angle I was going to take was your your opening sentence and your last basically last, what you just said. The opening and the closing really kind of match each other because when you say when you when you sit out there and you go, and, and I know we joked about it, but mm. when you say I'm not everybody's cup of tea, well, guess what? That's why. Because you gotta just leave it alone. At that point, you just gotta go leave it alone, and you gotta understand what you know. You're admitting to what you know. You're admitting to you should have just walked away a long yeah. time ago, and you're not. And you got to because you gotta find out, right? And and the whole little uh, uh, in between the lines. When you read in between the lines in that in that email, you hear um, you hear the other the other thing. You hear is uh, uh, he he left me at delivered. Remember, yeah, he, he, yeah, we, yeah. we went from you had me at hello to I didn't even know that there was a term you left <laughs> me at delivered. He left me at delivered. Yeah. He, he, and then there was another line in there towards the end that said something to the effect that. Um, uh, oh, man, uh, there was another one that, that, that had had me for a second where I was like, well, right here, you're you're kind of just letting everyone know that you're trying too hard. You're almost yeah. admitting it in the email.
0: Well, that, that's that's perfectly true because it's like you look at a situation like this huh. where they're kind of upset that something got away, and it's like, but I would have worked with it. Like, right? I think we, you know, the example you brought up in the beginning where the guy in the front row who crosses his arms, uh-huh. and, you, and this happens at many comedy shows. Everyone in the room's laughing, and there's one person in the front cross armed. Uh-huh not giving you anything it happened to me in um i was in des moines and there was a guy in the crowd i come out on stage a lot of energy a lot of fun i'm calling people out i'm making fun of des moines and i look at this one guy i made fun of him a little like i said that he didn't wear you know he just immediately was like no angry and like i'm like dude All you have to do is smile at this and it ends perfectly well. Like I said, he wore his nicest under armor to go out tonight. And he's just like, he's like, not, not funny, not funny. It's like everyone else here is laughing and having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. You wore a fucking shitty under armor sweatshirt to go out with your girlfriend. (laughs) Who's dressed up. If you can't see that, you don't want to see it. So it's like, (laughs) <laughs> Again, the parallels to dating are perfectly right. clear to me. Like, some people don't even want to see you as this. And I know they went and, like, tried to get answers from them. And they're like, you know, and, you know, I was connecting the dots. And after this call, I realized that what he actually meant is I, I want a relationship, just not with you. Yeah, I mean... I've said that many times on this podcast where it's like they just didn't want a relationship with you and that's okay. That doesn't mean they're a bad person. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. Right. I, I don't want to have, you know, I, not every day is the day I want to have a hostess cupcake. I don't want to eat them every single meal. Right. That's just not the, they're just not the match for me and it's not because hostess cupcakes suck. They're actually the most delicious thing in the entire world. <laughs> right? Yeah, you love so, them most of the time. Yeah. J Train podcast at J Train podcast at gmail.com yeah i think that
1: last uh right if i had to say anything else on the way out i think that one uh the last mailer just needs to take a little bit more kind of just self-worth into and there was another line the line i remember is when she said i I try not to take it personal but it's hard it's it's hard easier said than done well you know what like right there you're you're that's like a look in the mirror moment that is when you have to just go Yeah, you know what, though? I'm not going to let it make it easier said than done. I'm I'm, I'm really going to not let it take it personal. And, and, you know, you and I, we've been in this business, and that's one thing I had to learn for a while. After a while, like, it stunted my growth in comedy was taking things personal. And until Mm. I had to just go, finally go, it's all, none of it's personal. I don't give it. It's just, it's all the path to whatever... (laughs) <laughs> day of success my day comes like whatever so that day of success will be her day of meeting the right guy i, it's, I just and
0: and, and but it, she's also gonna know for the next time like you're right. building a you know like a little toolkit you know like she even said he wasn't i knew in the back of my head yeah. okay so now you know why right. even try and push right this square peg through a round hole when you know that there's you ha you have to figure out a way to like be like it's gonna happen, I just don't know yeah, how because
1: she's not done taking things personal yet she says it right there in the letter and until yeah. she is that's when she'll be able to just go all right i want i don't even she wouldn't even have to need to write that letter if she could let go of taking things personal
0: j train podcast at Juma.com. j train podcast at Juma.com. jason lawhead at eat with me t v on instagram go go go. Don't want to come off as too eager. Living in Connecticut with my family, moving back to New York sometime in the fall. I've been chatting with this guy who is finishing his MBA in Boston and moving to New York. He comes to New York often. When he asked me to, uh, when he asked me out, do I make a trip into the city to see him, or ask if he comes to me? I don't want to come off as eager. I think the happy middle ground is go in and make plans with friends throughout the weekend and make time for an hour or so for drinks with him. So that way, I'm not just going to see him. What do you think of that?
1: Well, I think it's a lot of. Uh, I kind of think it's like a, a lot of overthinking. If I had, that. yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's because it's kind of a discombobulated email a little bit mm-hmm. in the sense of like what she really wants. Um, well, what, and, and it's like you know what I mean. You, it's like a little.
0: It it, it it's interesting. You're you're right. It's discombobulated because the emotional it's not the same emotions because right. it doesn't match. She writes, I've been like when she writes, um, I've been chatting with this guy who's finishing right. his MBA in Boston. Okay, you're chatting. She's right. taking it lightly. Then all of a sudden, when he asks me to make a trip to the city, do I ask if he comes to see me? I don't want to come off as eager. It's like what right. happened to just I thought you guys were just chatting. Right. You this haven't is an even met yet. Yeah. yeah. I, I think like and the idea that like I think it's oh, I think it's like way too much to make the plans with. I think like own the fact that you want a date. Don't yeah. don't be afraid of going. Like I would say to him, yeah. Like I, also, he hasn't even made this hypothetical date yet, so he might not make a good enough date to make you excited <laughs> yeah, to go see exactly. him. <clears throat> like
1: exactly. Like what if he, almost. Like, Maybe almost like leave it in an open air kind of thing. Like, hey, I'm up in so-and-so Connecticut and da-da-da-da-da is nearby. Ha-ha-ha. Like, I what would, go, would you do? I, would you I, come I, up here? I, I, she's
0: gonna, she's, I, I, I'm not saying, I don't mean to make assumptions, but like, there's so many people who are like, I don't want to waste my time. I want to go out with this person. I wanna, I want to date. And it's like, she's dancing around the thing that she wants. She wants to meet
1: this guy. That's okay.
0: She wants to see who's behind
1: that MBA from Boston University.
0: (laughs) And and, and the idea that she's going to tiptoe around the things she – if I'm her, I'm not even making decisions yet. You know – all you know is you're chatting with a guy who's moving to New York, and you are too. He has all that information. He has your number. What's he going to do with that? Is he going to make the date? Is he going to say to you – like, like, if he did the date that she's proposing, which is, I'll go make plans with friends, and then I'll make an hour for him. What if he said that to you? Would that feel exciting for you? Like, if a guy was like, hey, yeah, I definitely want to get together, but, like, I don't want this, like, being too much. So why don't you go, like, make a day with your friends, and then we'll carve out an hour for us to get together. You'd be like, what the fuck? You don't want to, like make a plan like yeah you you wouldn't want that to be how someone treated you so why would you put yourself out there as far as so so you don't look eager it's
1: like no, be fucking eager yeah And, and in this day and age maybe i would be looking at something like from this guy right like if i really thought like this guy is gonna be interesting and he's gonna be somebody that seems to be interested in what we're already talking you know about like maybe something even like a hey uh, I have to be in New York for something about my move or my next job or my next schooling or whatever. He's going there exactly for whatever it is, or maybe even just a nice day to say, hey, uh, why don't I buy why don't I buy you a train ticket into the city? We'll meet at a public place somewhere sure. at one of the train stations at Penn or Union or something We'll grab a coffee and we'll walk through Union Station, even though it's cold and winter. I know this great little place that you can go or whatever it is, uh, or maybe wait till the weather breaks a little bit more and say, hey, since it's getting warmer, uh, how about, you know, before we moved to New York, we meet each other in New York and have a day walking the parks in New York and grab a coffee. And I'd be looking at some type of gesture like that if I was her from a guy that might be actually serious when we all are in New York that when you're, this could go somewhere. But or, th- you know. So
0: Jason Lawhead, considering mm-hmm. the story you told about you and your wife in the beginning, when she DM'd you or messaged you and looked you up, and was like, we should do a date. You know, how you you made a date. You 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 made you came to San Diego, didn't you? Right,
1: right. But I, I I let her like I played off of the ball she put in her court because her approach was her approach before she really got to know me. Even though she did a background check and I wasn't a criminal or anything, <laughs> was her her approach was when's the next time you're performing here? Because she remembered on stage I said, hey, I love San Diego. I come down here a lot to perform. I always do that. She said, you, "You mentioned that you come here a lot to perform. When are you again?" And I said, "You know, I'm actually looking to book a date in the next couple of weeks because I have to work on this thing." So I kind of just followed her lead into that whole, hey. and then I reached back to her and said, "Hey, great news. I, I'm working all three nights at La Jolla this weekend, maybe we you know, Friday come out." and that's when she came out to the show. so um, and then the but, next approaches was no, were just, we're,
0: the next approaches
1: was, were just natural things that I thought. Man, if I ask her to do this, she's gonna like to do this. You know, I brought her to L.A. for the first time. I took her to see Kobe Bryant, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, she's not a huge sports fan. That's the one great thing between us is like she doesn't want to watch sports. I get to watch sports, but then she's a she plays piano and she's a chef, and those are you know the arts and, and those things attract me to her. So, could
0: could there ever be a thing she would have proposed that would have been considered too eager? Is my question
1: uh, from me? You mean or yeah. from 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 her? From her from her? Yes, like meeting parents or going yeah. back to, you know, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the
0: thing. That's what's so ridiculous here. You're yeah. you're you're exactly right because it's like this woman is like we've been chatting and she he seems nice. Okay, he should take you on a date and make a plan for the yeah. New York City thing. He's not asking you to meet his parents. You're not asking him to come to your house right. and, and knock on the door and be like, "Hey, papa, can I take your daughter? <laughs> I brought you a cow." He's not asking
1: for that. Right. So, exactly. So she's date- I, like it's an overthinking. That's my yes. the in the beginning. It's 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 a, it's an overthinking and maybe the pandemic, maybe being boarded up Maybe not having as much social interaction as we're used to with even just regular girlfriends and boy, you know, your guy sure. friends or whatever. Like all of those things could be components into people's heads sometimes right now. But I'm sure you get a lot of these kind of attitudes even before the pandemic. So I just think it's overthinking and maybe like sometimes you like somebody too much over messaging. Cause it's, Oh, that happens all the you time. Have, your dream shattered, right? So, it's like <laughs> not meeting your hero. you I love Reggie Jackson, my favorite player of all time. I love Reggie Jackson, but I've been told don't meet the guy. You know what yeah, I mean? So, it,
0: you're going to be disappointed. He's not going to get And Listen, that is it's, it's okay to dream, but it's also okay to own what will make you feel good about that dream. Like, you know, like, Again, you, you meet your favorite athlete like, hey, I'd love your autograph. Get the fuck out of here. You go, <laughs> okay, I think of you differently now. It didn't yeah. seem like that big of a deal. You know, just in the same way. But I think she has to be open to this guy not being the guy. I think that's right. what happens when you text with someone over over a dating app or for a long period of time. You get caught up of like, what could this be? So. Right you kind of get to the point where you're like nothing they could do would be wrong where it's like no you're chatting let's see how he makes the date and it's like the idea that you're asking for too much because you're like hey i just want to plan to meet you in
1: the city that's ridiculous right and the other thing is is like you get the best of someone when you've only texted them right yeah they're writing you only get the best of that person because you haven't had any conflicts. And then when you have a life together and you have conflicts, then the nasty texts start coming in. <laughs> but like you only get the best of somebody in that kind of thing. And the other, the other bit of advice I would give, I'm loving this, by the way, I should have did, I should do an advice. Call. But anyway, <laughs> the, the, the other thing I think is too, is what, what I think she's part of the overthinking o- overplaying it is, is like, Hey, you're moving to a city with six, 8 million people. Don't bank on just a text conversation with a sure. guy from Boston that's moving there too. So get, get, make sure your head knows where you're going. You're going to New York. And that, even if you like this guy, the first day in New York, you might be in line behind a guy in Starbucks that says hello and just makes you go, wow.
0: That's even more of a reason to, to ask for the thing you want. Because right. if he won't make a date with you, after chatting on a dating app and chatting on texting and the next time he goes to New York, then he's not really going to try with you when there's 8 million options. So yep. it, it's, it's not going to get better from here. So right. he's got it,
1: 8 million more options too. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. So
0: it's like, yeah, listen. And so that it goes both ways. You can find eight more million more people when you get to the city and he's got to make a little bit of an attempt to make you feel good about this. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Truff. Ooh, I love Truff. I love putting... Truff on my eggs I'm trying to eat healthier so this is like the treat that I get to add into some of the healthier things I'm eating I like it with eggs I like it on my chicken I like that they have a travel size so I'm never without something delicious or adding and this is the thing when you're eating healthy maybe the food's a little bland or maybe the food you know you're asking for I'll have the plain chicken with a little bit of vegetables on the side and then you say can I have some hot sauce and they go eh, we have this boring one no, no 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 when you have the travel side trough you're you're good to go. You're 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 elevated into a fancy oasis of pleasure. Truff is the first luxury hot sauce. A unique blend of black truffles and spice. Three varieties. Truff is the flagship hot sauce. The flavor-packed black truffle hot sauce that started it all. I love it. I got to tell you, it is and, and sometimes when you hear hot sauce, you're like, oh, too hot, too spicy. No, 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 no. This is the perfect blend. Truff hotter sauce. It's Truff's hotter hot sauce, a jalapeno forward blend for those who can never get enough heat. If you're a spice person, this is for you. And premium white truff hot sauce embodying the essence of the luxurious and fragrant white truffle. It's been named one of Oprah's favorite things for two years in a row. And listen, I'm telling you right now, this is a fantastic gift just what a, what a great thing for a friend out of nowhere. This is the time of year that no one expects a gift, so a gift becomes even more important, and truff comes beautifully packaged just for my listeners they're giving you an even better offer they've they've upped the offer get 15 15 15 off site-wide plus free shipping with promo code jtrain 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 at truff.com that's 15 percent off plus free shipping on everything just shop at truff.com that's T-R-U-F-F-F as in fantastic t-r-u-f-f.com use promo code jtrain 15 percent off plus free shipping on everything Train podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com Jason lawhead at eat with me TV go 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 watch I love these videos Jason's so funny at lawheads court we're still here you ready yep, we're gonna do I'm this ready. last email okay Ooh, okay all right it's called to cash or not to cash it's a lifestyle question we love these Jared, love the pod. We have a dilemma that we need your help on. We came home today to what we thought was a holiday card from my wife's friend from out of state. We opened it up and a check falls out and we find a card. The card says that her and her husband of a little over a year, July 2019, have divorced. The card proceeds to say that they are refunding the cost of our gift out of respect Wrapped around the check, it says, please cash within 30 days. Do we cash the check as she requests or shred the check? Now, I'm going to read the... This is... Have
1: you ever heard but of... Wait a, a minute. What, wait, what, wait. I'm trying to figure out what happened here now? So,
0: so- this, this, their family, their friends got divorced or right. they broke off their marriage. It happened a little over a year before. So they br- sent them a check of the, of the, that, how much their gift costs, and it says to cash it within 30. I've never heard of such a thing. This is like That's one of those so things. Weird. And let me read, let me read the note because we have it here. It saddens Blank and I to share with our families and friends that we will no longer be going forward in life together. You were generous in celebrating us, and out of respect, we feel our hearts—we uh, feel in our hearts that it is necessary to return the gift you've given us. We are also genuinely thankful for your support during our military deployment. Unfortunately, the impact of our deployment experiences has uh, led us to realize a realization that we need to take separate journeys. And I have deep respect and admiration for each other, and that will never waver. Thank you in advance for respecting our privacy at this difficult time. So, what do you? This is quite an amazing thing. So they're returning, I think it's ad, they're returning the gift, basically. I think it's great.
1: What an admirable thing. I think it's great. I think it's uh, I think it has a lot of integrity because, you know, um I wouldn't do it if she left me tomorrow and we don't even <laughs> marry <laughs> Yeah, you're, you you're just re- me? I mean, you're
0: you're just recently married. are you giving yeah. like are you like looking like ta- even to take the tally of like the kitchen appliances that cost a certain amount of money to like the amount of money to be able to give that back, like it's it's an amazing
1: oh. uh, thing they're doing. It, it really is. I I can't believe. Like I like I said, like I I'm still mad at some people for not giving me as much as they did. I'm like, ah, that <laughs> son of a bitch. I can't believe. <laughs> I know he came alone, but still, only you know. But uh, you know, um, so yeah. I mean, I think it's admirable. And the, and the fact is, is like not only would you. OK, it'd be admirable enough if you just wrote a personal letter to everyone you invited just saying, look, th- uh, these things happened. Uh, we have these separate journeys, our military deployment without getting in. I- I re- I'm so glad you came to our wedding. I, you know, I hope to make it up, whatever, like even if you didn't write the check back. So, I mean, I think this is on them at the end of the day, like this is on them to either go, hey, write them back. And if you're going to shred the checkup, write them back and tell them why say, look, Hey, we appreciate what you said, but we're, mm -hmm. we've torn up the check just so you know, so that, so when you balance your checkbook, that hundred or 200 or whatever it was won't be deducted. So we we appreciate it, but we still believed in you when you went down the aisle or something, if that's how they feel, if they don't want to, Hey, look, if somebody and if I'm on the other side of it, if I'm the guy that I would be like, hey, thank God, Jared sent that. B- I mean, I knew that bimbo was whatever, you know, I I agree
0: with you. I think this is like one of those things where it's like, listen, I, I, I don't think anyone expects like maybe people make the joke, but nobody's sitting there after a wedding going, well, when's the gift coming back my way? Nobody's thinking that way.
1: Everyone, Absolutely. if anything, everyone's just
0: trying to back away from you slowly and not
1: say the exactly. wrong things. You're just, just like, oh. the pic- You're just deleting the pictures off of Facebook's you tagged them in their wedding from a year and a half ago. You're going through, going, where's that picture of us by the fountain, the yeah. chocolate fountain? Get rid of that one. I yeah, mean, and
0: if, and if anything, because they're service people, just be like, Hey, this is me giving to the troops. Like I like I don't know like how <laughs> yeah. are you
1: because exactly. I, or, it, it, or just say, "You know what? We cashed it." And then I just want and take a picture and maybe send it back and go, "And then we donated it to wounded wounded warriors or something that, like that."
0: That's a great idea too. That I, I think that's the only I, that's the only reason to cash it. But yeah. they did ask you to cash it. So, if someone did cash it, I wouldn't fault them for it, but I also right. see this as like a great opportunity to like make your friends maybe feel a little bit better for taking yes. this type of initiative to do such a thing that yeah. nobody would ever do. Like this doesn't happen a lot. They What they're doing is amazing and, and, and really thoughtful.
1: Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, that's what they should do. Snap, you take a screen cap of either a check to the, to, to you know, a food bank or wounded warriors or something like that. And everybody kind of wins in a losing situation
0: absolutely Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com jason lawhead thank you for coming on this is
1: fantastic oh man this was fun it was good to see you again too catching up always man. It wasn't long enough we didn't have enough long time in cleveland so hopefully we'll get to do it again soon i hope so too at J- at
0: lawhead's court go follow at eat with me tv i'm jared freed we're here every monday and thursday we'll be back next episode boom